from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report. These aren't quite as long as my other headphone things. No. Makes it hard to reach things. You almost strangled yourself a couple times. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and a special guest with us this evening, Steve Kester in the studio. How you doing? Oh, I forgot to do the welcome race fans thing. Oh, no. I'm fixing the board. Sorry. Give me a second here. Here Can you find the welcome race fans things? Welcome race fans. There we go. It is the uh, June 7th edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report, show number 36. Not uh, 35 anymore. So No. Who's who's number 36? I don't know. I can't think of any 36. Irie. Matt Irie. Is he? Okay. We'll go with that. It's the Irie show. We should do that. Each show, uh, we'll have to come up with uh, whose number. That's it. All right. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk to, of course, Steve Kester. Talk about uh, your success uh, starting off the 2018 season. Uh, also, we're going to touch on the uh, tire alteration deal with Kevlar. Inserts. Again, we yeah. talked about that just two weeks ago, and I guess it's popping up in yeah. other places other than yeah. go-karting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some late models. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, a, uh, record, a special record report uh, with uh, Tony Stewart. Ooh, baby. You're going to like this. Steve uh, actually got a little sample of it really? earlier. Yeah, it's pretty good. Did not get uh, Ryan Weekman. He must be off today. Did not get the uh, weekend weather pit stop. So uh, we're oh, gonna, I was really hoping. We're going to wing that because I, I it's going to be interesting. Had, I was hoping he had some good news for us. Yeah, well, that's probably he's probably hiding somewhere. Yeah. So Well, you know, weeks and weeks ago when he first came on the show, he said that this time of year, the weather patterns seem to be repeating uh, every seven days. And what are you doing? I'm adjusting. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, I see baseball players do that. I guess this is... Different kind, yeah. Yeah, this is what radio... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. Yes, it is. You know, can I steal a few minutes? Yeah. Okay, yeah, but cool. First, hold, before, before we do that... All right, go ahead. Race car parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. That's Ron Miller Race Cars. That's it. That's it. You know, I spend a lot of time on Facebook. Actually, I do a lot of business on Facebook. And, and if you folks need something, uh, don't be afraid to contact me there. But this week, I, I saw a little, you know, if you had $5,000 and five minutes to spend it, where would, where would you go? Um, and, and a lot of racers were chiming in with Summit Auto Parts and Jags, you know, the, the big guys. Let me tell you folks a secret. If you do business with your local race car shop, they are not bound by pricing agreements the way some of the big companies are. So you can save money by shopping local, whether it's Ron Miller Race Cars or Wallace Racing Products or Noonan Engine, Noonan Performance, uh, Jerry's Speed Shop, Brian Ruhlman. These are all local businesses that can help you, not only with good pricing, but when you call Summit or Jags and, and tell them you've got a, a chassis problem with your race car, the guy's not going to help you. They don't have tech support. If you call one of the local speed shops, they'll be able to help you. And if you if you create a a format or a a relationship with those folks, a dialogue. That's it. If you if you have a relationship with them, um, they'll be willing to help you, and uh, it can pay off 
hugely in the long run. So do business with your local speed shop. I promise you'll save money and probably you'll go faster. I'm going a little faster thanks to you. So, Oh, thank you. I'll be your, uh, your uh, spokesperson. Good. Not a feature winner, but I'll be your spokesperson. But anyway. you've been really close. You're the first loser. Yeah, that's Ooh. true. I guess <laughs> that that happens. Yeah, um, proud of you, Scott. You yeah. seriously, you've been looking good, buddy. <laughs> um, and, and also uh, another thing about uh, shopping and doing things local is uh, like if you get the wrong part or. Uh, something returns are usually pretty easy with you. Yeah, we try you, to you be take pain, care we try that. to be painless with yeah. that. Um, you don't have to box it up and ship it back. Just bring it back, and we'll make make sure you get the right stuff. All right, there you go. Again, Ron Miller Race Cars seven three four eight five six seven two two three. Are you still uh, super jammed up there? Oh, we busy? are. I know oh, you were, we were pretty busy the other day when I came there. Yeah. Did you ever find that guy's one, muffler? One, yeah. Okay. One, one of our good racers had a, an issue up at Merritt last week, and uh, we're going to have to fix some parts on his car. So, yeah, just more stuff coming in the door. And I love it. I really do. You break him, he'll fix him. That's it. All right. Uh, still uh, soliciting for uh, sponsors. If you want to be a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report, Give uh, me a call. I think my phone number is on hammerdownracingreport.com. If not, my email is on there. You can send me a message uh, through Facebook or whatever. Or you can get a hold of Ron Miller Race Cars. There you go. We know how to get a hold of Scott Hammer. Specifically, we're looking for a pizza place that uh, might want to work out a trade for a pizza on Thursday nights for some some good plugs. One pizza? Well, it, it depends. On I don't how many, need any more than one pizza. But. Depends on how many people we've got <laughs> okay. in the studio, Scott. Also, uh, looking pizza for and a half. Looking for an intern. If you're looking for some college credit, uh, contact me as well. Looking for an intern for the summer. Help and out. let let them know what you he would be expected to be. What he what he could do. You're going to work for free. There you go. Help set things up. Uh, deal with the phones. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Intern answer stuff the phones. Ends, yeah. There's a lot of work involved before we actually start. So, uh, yeah, so I could use some help there. So that'd be cool. If not, no big deal. We'll, we'll chug on. If you want to join the conversation tonight, give us a call, 419-214-0925. I suppose I should uh, keep an eye on the phone lines there. Yeah. Whoa. Just turned up my headphones and blasted my ears out. That's that's kind of my job. I, I sort of keep an eye on that. All right. Last weekend, a lot of racing uh, going on. Starting uh, with Attica Raceway Park, Cap Henry out of Bellevue, Ohio, fended off Byron Reed to get his first win of the 2018 season uh, in 410 sprint car action. Devin Shields got his uh, second late model win of the season there, and Jamie Miller was a 305 winner. That was his uh, first win of the season at Attica. That was last Friday. Where'd you end up? Seventh. Seventh. Okay. Sorry, what? I had to put you on the spot there. I, I moved forward. I started 10th. Okay. So. A little bit better uh, Saturday night, right? We'll get to yeah. that. I was I wasn't there, but it almost seemed as though it was a one lane track, or it seemed like most of the guys finished where they started. Um, yeah, we've been trying stuff, so didn't see any big movers there. No, it had been real dirty this year. The track's been pretty dirty. All right, there you go, Scott. Um, oh, before we go any further, I want to mention that uh, I'm sporting the shirt that Phil Snyder brought in and, and gave us go when we were talking the go kart tire issue, That's which. It. It's kind of evolving, so uh, not to set a precedent or anything, but if you were going to be a guest on the show and you want to bring in a T-shirt, we're not going to frown on that. You know, we'll give you a little extra promotion. Okay, I should have I should have mentioned that before you came in. He he's got That's it, it covered. Yeah, now. check it out, I, folks. Kester <laughs> mowing. 
All right, uh, Limeland Motorsports uh, Park, Randy Hannigan uh, won the NRA Sprint Invader feature. Ryan Sutter was the UMP Modified feature winner. And Sean Valeni had a, uh, a pretty uh, good weekend. He won the Thunderstock uh, feature Friday night at Lima Land. And then Saturday night at Fremont Speedway, he was the uh, uh, dirt truck winner. It started 17th. It was his second feature win at uh, Fremont there. So Sean Valeni's racking up he, some he wins. He really is. Maybe we should get him on the show sometime. And and the cars that he drives are are well set up, too. All right. Uh, also at uh, Fremont Speedway, Craig Mintz out of Gibsonburg uh, got his fourth consecutive 410 sprint win. I believe he's the only uh, – he's, he's won all the features there uh, so far this year. I could be wrong. Uh, Paul Weaver out of Fremont found victory lane in uh, his 305 for the first time this year. And Chester Fitch out of Tiffin was the winner of the late models at Fremont Speedway. Uh, back to Toledo Speedway back uh, Friday night, that uh, night of destruction that they had scheduled with the school bus things and the boats and all that. They uh, had to cancel about 15 minutes before uh, race time because of a big storm, big downpour there. So that has been rescheduled for Friday, the 22nd of June. And I do believe I saw that they are offering refunds if you're unable to make it that night. You have to send in your – go to their uh, Facebook page. The details are on there, how you can get your money back if you need now, to. Now, will the uh, sportsman cars – the sportsman late models, I guess is what they're called now, will they be back with that same show? That I do not know. I just saw oh, that okay. it was rescheduled for 622. I don't know if it's the whole entire program or just the destruction part of it. Uh, maybe We'll have more details on that next week. Maybe one of our, our listeners can let us know. There you go. Again. 419-214-0925, or leave a comment here on our Facebook Live broadcast. Uh, Saturday night, Oakshade Raceway, that guy right over there was the uh, late model uh, feature winner, led the entire distance uh, of that feature event. Uh, I think Devin got me a few times. Did you? Oh, that's he, right. He you guys did inside. race pretty yep. good, but I think at the line you had you yep. led every, every lap. So uh, Steve Kester, winner of that, uh, second win of the season. Uh, Matthew Chapman was the winner in the Sportsman. Jeff Folks got his third consecutive Bomber A-Main win. How many weeks has, have we had in at Oakshade? That'd be three. Oh, my. He's won all of those features. And uh, Gabe Bueller won the Bomber B-Main. Uh, Corey Gum was the uh, winner of the Compact Sets, his second consecutive feature win. Jeff Folks actually sent me a message on uh, Monday. He was asking what kind of RPMs I was turning Saturday night because of yeah, my in-car video. Yeah. Yeah, I said probably more than I really should have. Didn't matter, did it? No, he said uh, I gotta, I gotta not uh, push you, down so hard on the accelerator. You weren't uh, gonna slow down. No, well, yeah, probably be easier to control too if the rear wheels weren't spinning all the way down the straightaways, uh, and probably turn less RPMs. But uh, anyways, uh, Flat Rock Speedway. Paul Pelletier from Trenton won the uh, 50 lap late model feature at uh, Flat Rock on Saturday night. Jeremy Vanderhoof was the uh, figure eight winner. Rob Moore Jr. won the Street Stock A main, and Anthony Camilli was the Street Stock B main winner. Waynesfield Motorsports Park was in action. Chris Hicks won the tr Tough Truck uh, feature event. Jeff Kaz out of Lima won the uh, Modifieds. Andrew Heitkamp out of North Star, Ohio, led all 20 laps of the mini, str mini sprint feature for his uh, first ever Waynesfield win. And uh, Rob Tuttle get, uh, picked up his first ever career win in the compacts at Waynesfield. So, pretty good night there. Yeah. Uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series action. Corey Hedgecock won Friday night at uh, 411 Motor Speedway. Jimmy Owens notches uh, his second win of the season Saturday at uh, Volunteer Speedway. This weekend, they are off. 
pretty sure because of the dream going on at Eldora. That starts tonight. Right now, as a matter of fact. I believe. Right now. Yeah. Uh, World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series, uh, David Gravel won the Rumble in Michigan at I-96 on Friday night. Brent Marks dominated at Wilmot Raceway in Wilmot, Wisconsin on Saturday for his first World of Outlaw win. And uh, Sheldon Hoddenshield won that Fairbury American Legion Speedway in Illinois on Tuesday. Uh, this weekend, they're at uh, Jackson Motorplex up in uh, Jackson, Minneapolis. Or Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Jackson, Minneapolis. That's like Perrysburg, Toledo. <laughs> Um, All-Star Circuit of Champions, Aaron Rootslow cruised to uh, his second All-Star win of the season at Lurderville. Uh, that was Friday night at Bedford Speedway. It uh, was rained out for uh, Sunday. This weekend, the series is going to be in New York. Outlaw Speedway in Dundee on Friday. State Line Speedway in Jamestown on Saturday. And <laughs> Weed Sport uh, uh, Speedway. In New York. Yeah, these are all New York, yeah, on uh, Sunday. Is it Weed Sport or Weeds? Port. Weeds Port. Okay, I read it as Weed Sport. I've okay. raced there. Have you really? Lots of times. Did you win? Yes. What'd you run there? Uh, big Block Modifieds. Nice. It's when How the company, company I was working for had me had transferred me over there, and there were no such thing as late models in that part of the world. And uh, what year was this? Actually, oh, this was back in the early seventies. Okay. Actually, we were sitting at the dinner table, and. Uh, heard a race car engine running and I excused myself said I'll be back sooner or later and followed the noise over to a neighbor's garage um, and there was this big block modified sitting there and uh, the guy had just fired his driver Ah. he said "Uh, you ever drive one of these nope never really saw one before you'd run dirt oh heck yes and uh, at that point I had run two dirt races and uh, he said well you want to drive this one well yeah so uh, that started my dirt, uh, dirt modified, big block modified uh, career over in New York, and and we were over there uh, twelve seasons. So, how'd you do your first night out? Oh, terrible! Oh, okay, terrible. Was uh, was the the car owner disappointed? No, we was like, to, did you lie to me? No, we went to Lebanon Valley Speedway, and it's a yodel and half mile track, and you run right up by the fence. And I was intimidated. The next week, Lebanon Valley rained out, and we went to Fonda Speedway, which is about the same distance from home, only the other direction. And uh, first night out, we ran third. All right. So uh, that was home. Tony Stewart uh, is going to be running uh, this weekend on those New York shows. Really? Yeah. With the All-Stars. You'd think uh, he would be busy this week. He's got the All-Stars in New York and uh, the Dream at Eldora. wonder if he'll show up Well, at Eldora. I, well, unless he's there tonight because uh, the All-Stars are racing Friday through Sunday. So, And apparently he's going to be racing too. Who won at I-96 last night? Last night? Yeah, midweek show. You mean Merritt? Merritt, I'm sorry, yeah. That's where you confused Spangler. me. Spangler. Yeah. yeah, Eric Spangler. Eric Spangler. 27 won the... Yeah. Uh, American Ethanol Series. Yes, he did. Feature event. All right. Was, was that a quiz? Yeah, it okay. was. I was just seeing how thorough you I did, were. I didn't have that in my notes, but I remember seeing that. So, uh, yeah. I guess they, uh, from what I read, they had a de- pretty decent crowd, too, for a midweek show. I like all these uh, midweek shows. I, and we've been seeing a lot of them this year. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing because it seems to rain every weekend. Yeah, Ryan, thanks. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll go over the weather a little bit later. Right now, uh, let's talk uh, more directly to our guest, Steve Kessler. Thanks for coming in tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. 
driver of the uh, 77 late model, and uh, you finished off 2017, at least at Oakshade, with a, a feature win, and then you started off this season at Oakshade with a feature win. Uh, you got two there so far this year, and you got one at uh, one Attica. Attica. So uh, overall, how would you say your uh, 2018 season has uh, started? If you had to give it a, a rating of 1 to 10, what would you give it? I would give it a 10. It's the, so far the best, funnest year I ever had. So, Winning yeah. is fun, isn't it? <laughs> uh, not even so much, though. Yeah, winning's fun, but even the people hanging around and joking and laughing and family, that's, that's what makes it fun, too. How many years have you been uh, racing? I started racing out at Oakshade when I was 15. Well, I would feel bad asking how old are you now, but how many years have you been racing? 35. Oh, okay. So about 20 years. What'd you start out in? Bomber. Okay. So you've been out there in 20, you were out there even before I was out there. Yeah, I I don't really count the bomber years. Um, (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, Just, I didn't even know you got paid. I just (laughs) would race and that was it. So how long, uh, how many years did you drive bombers then? Oh, Probably 10. Okay. So. That's a pretty significant amount of time. What uh, what'd you do, move up to sportsman? Sportsman. How many and years? I, wasn't, I wasn't good in sportsman either, and I uh, just, for some reason, felt like I needed to move up. And Bomber for, years were fun, though? No. No? No. <laughs> Frustrating? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean, I, I didn't have really good equipment, I just and I went out there more like demolition derby. So then, uh, when I so I moved up to Sportsman, I didn't do very good in there. Um, then decided to move to Late Model, and first year of running Late Model, I only made three features at, at Oak Shade. What year was that? Oh, I don't even know that year. <laughs> <laughs> About how many years you've been running uh, Late Models then? Probably five. That's it. it. Seems like it's been longer, but I'll take your word for it. So when? Long. Maybe a little longer than maybe, five years. Maybe okay. a little longer than. Right. When what uh, when did you get your first win? And what was it in? Was it a late model that you got? Yeah, your first a late win? model. Okay. Probably a topless show. Last year? No, Two first one. Year? Very. They had four of them. I won three of them. So. So you're pretty good topless. Yep. All right. <laughs> For what that's worth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. Um. So why have you what what's uh, what's different this year that uh, you I mean not to say that you've been running like crap the previous years but uh, why are you so good uh, this year? Um, well, last year I drove for a guy which was a great opportunity. This year, um, got my own own rocket again and just kind of doing my own shit, calling my own shots and um, <clears throat> learning just learning the car myself has really helped. So. So you think you got a pretty good handle on it now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, everybody helped me out anytime I ask a question, but nobody knows the car better than I did. So, I mean, I could go and explain what the car was doing, and somebody could tell me what to adjust, but I don't think I was even explaining it right. So, so the past couple of weeks at Oakshade, two different uh, track surfaces. We had that rain shower a couple of weeks ago that made for kind of a heavy track, and then last weekend, kind of a, a dry slick. Different setups uh, for that. I mean, how do you approach? No, I've been pretty much the same. Um, I keep changing for Attica, and I think it keeps hurting us. So, um, yeah, even even for the Snoko show, I should have been a little better, but I was 
a little too loose. I thought the moisture would stick around a little longer. So, Are you only running uh, just Attica and Oakshade, or are you running any other tracks? No, I think we're just sticking to Attica Oakshade this year. I think you're top five in points at Attica. Maybe yep. like fourth. Fourth. You're running for uh, points there as well as Oakshade. I'm assuming you're running for Oakshade points since you're uh, on top right now. With yeah, two wins. That, that's our plan is Oakshade. Um, Attica doing a lot of testing, so that kind of helps for Oakshade. How many uh, years have you been running at uh, Attica? Uh, if It's always just uh, once in a while for Attica. Um, last year, I think we missed like six shows. And we was up there in points, too, towards the end. So Big race, obviously, at Eldora this weekend with with this being Dream Weekend. Uh, any thoughts of going down there? You, you've run Eldora, haven't you? Yeah, we ran in, in years past. Actually did pretty good there. Um, I don't have the other motor done yet, so I, I can't I can't take the risk of blowing that motor up. Or so I, I understand. Is it one of those deals where you got to kind of weigh your options? You're like, uh, you know, I, I'm running for the oak shade points, so I got to stick with that. That's your first priority. Yeah, yeah. It it seems like you run good. You get a couple good runs, and then you go to Eldora and you come back from Eldora it's like ah, I don't think we should have went there we was with your tail between yeah, your legs yeah we was yeah. money ahead and then come back and now we're behind so well and you can spend big money there too in a hurry yeah yep well I know you were uh, excited to get racing uh, a couple weeks ago when we had that rain shower over talking to Terry like Let, let's do this let's go yep. you know you, you seemed like you're Super excited to to get out on the track this year. Yeah, we went there to race, so let's let's get the race on. And you were one of the first ones, as I mentioned uh, before we went on, yep. uh, to help run in the track that night too, which was pretty cool. Because you don't see a lot of late model guys getting out there and, and doing that. And they'll, they're not show cars. They'll get muddy. They'll be all right. Yeah, but you didn't like having to clean it though the next day, did you? No. It, but you did make it over the scales a whole lot easier. Oh yeah, yeah. What other uh, tracks have you run? Um, we did a couple of summer nationals a couple of years ago. Um, that was pretty fun. Learned a lot there. Where'd you go? Um, Florence, Terre Haute, uh, Macon, Farmer City. Um, oh, so you did get around there. Yeah. What's uh, your favorite track to run at? Um, probably I enjoyed Terre Haute. That was fast, flat, real real racy. So, That's a pretty big track, isn't it? Yeah, yeah half mile. You have to make a lot of changes uh, from your oak shade setup uh, for that. Then I I don't even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how well you finished? Uh, finished six. That's yep. pretty good. Yep. And it was all what was that your first time there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, second our first time got canceled. So for summer nationals, first year got canceled. So we went back and tried it again in the second year. Yeah. Ever uh, have you ever uh, run at uh, Mansfield since they uh, turned that to dirt? Yeah, we ran there last year. Um, did pretty good there. Well, I was the uh, first local guy to finish up towards the front. So, you gonna run the uh, Dirt Million? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think they got some other shows there. Are you gonna run there at all this year? Do you know? We'll we'll probably go down for the, for the Lucas shows. Okay, it, it's a fun track. Have you? Uh, do you put Kevlar in the sidewalls of your tires? Oh, we're working on it. Our glue. We can't get a glue to stick. <laughs> Say that with such a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> um, we put them on the outside though, so everybody can see it. Yeah, well, that's it's easier to get off yeah. then too. You're not cheating if they can see it. No. 
We'll be talking about that a little <laughs> bit later. Uh, any plans uh, to maybe uh, jump on a, one of the touring se- series in the future, or are you, just, uh, you happy with just uh, driving local tracks around here? Or ever maybe do a summer nationals thing again? Yeah, I I like to before I'm totally done. Uh, I like I like to run the whole s- summer nationals. Um, I do got twin boys growing up, so they made their first appearance at Eldora in their go kart. So that was really fun to watch. So I said I better get all my racing in before they start jumping in a late model. Or well, yeah, I guess that's probably true. So uh, both of them want to be racers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they wear them go karts out at home on the oval driveway. So. So uh, when do you think you might do that? Would that be like something next year or within five years? or I'm saying probably five years or so they'll be getting ready to get out of go-karts or something. So that'll be like your the pinnacle of your career, then you'd be ready to retire after that? You wouldn't want to do anything else? No, I, I got to stay in at least till they're ready to get in a late model. That way I stay up with technology. Then you'll still it, be going quick. Still be in the sport then yep. through your kids. Yep. He, he he races through his kid too, and then yeah. he still races too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. And and granddaughter race yep. hasn't raced in a while. She says but, she's going to race this year. We'll we'll really? see. Okay. Yeah, she wants to get a couple of shows in, but she, she's got a really full plate, Scott. She's she's in nursing school and she's working full time, forty hours. Um, she's got a couple of back issues she really shouldn't be in a race car anyway so uh, i'm trying to discourage it but yeah you'll probably see her out there all right uh she's strong-willed too by the way oh i'm, I'm aware of that <laughs> yeah what's what, uh what's your, your the best memory you have racing best race um i don't know they're all they all been all right, let me ask you this. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you while you've been racing? I, I think just not making features, I get pretty upset, especially features that you know you should have been in. So Any uh, any terrible crashes or anything? Um, No, probably my worst one is up at Hartford years ago, actually in a, in a Proven. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I flipped up at Hartford, that's probably the worst one, but... Still, that wasn't even that bad. There, we see a lot some... of guys flipping now. Um, obviously, the, the chassis setups on the race cars has a lot to do with it, but um, I, I, I think we need to reel, reel that part of, of our sport in a little bit. Right. Yeah, and that's probably most memorable, too, is why I'm upside down. The guy that spun me out is trying to hit me through in the driver's window while I'm upside oh, down. Oh, jeez. So... <laughs> You're not having the same issues as Rusty did a couple weeks ago, were you? No. Okay. No. Figured I'd ask. Um, what's your uh, What's your favorite racing movie? Talladega Nights, Cars, Six Pack seems to be a popular one. It does. Um, Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Really? Yeah. You know, really? Well, that was my first bomber. So I bought it off my old boss, and that's what his paint scheme. So, so that's probably my favorite. Mellow yellow. I like six pack because the kids in it and it's just it's fun. Right. I still haven't seen. It. I don't even know what that is. Really? No. I should be ashamed. Time sure. warp. I guess. Uh, all right. Well, let's move into uh, some other uh, information here. Some other news. Uh, Toledo Speedway is making some improvements, including new LED lighting under the main grandstands, and they're 
repaving the entry and exit off of the short track. Have you ever done any uh, asphalt racing? Nope. Any desire to? Um, Attica got canceled one night, so we went to Toledo Speedway to watch. We <laughs> parked the hauler out front. We <laughs> thought about unloading to see if we could enter. <laughs> <laughs> what would they let you run with? Figure eights? Would you run the figure I, eights? Oh, I'd run it. Yeah, I'd, I'd run with a late model. Okay. Um, Actually, dirt late models at Toledo Speedway are pretty fast. Yeah. Really fast. I remember seeing there's some video out there of uh, some dirt late model going around. I don't even know what track it was, but some asphalt track. Toledo Speedway, quite a few years ago, when Sonny Adams still owned the track, uh, had an us-versus-them night uh, with pavement late models and dirt late models. Who won? Uh, It was a pavement late model that won, but uh, a couple of really good dirt cars got taken out. Do you still have, uh, is your challenge still uh, open there for a uh, sprint uh Car uh, match race against your outlaw late model. If someone wants to take you up on it at Oakshade, absolutely. Right. And, and really anywhere. And yeah, well, and, yeah, any place that wants to run a a, a, a true run what you brung race and have a match race, yeah, I'm I'm game. All right. Well, maybe we'll next week. Well, maybe we'll talk to uh, Brian see if he'll be interested in that. Works for me. I like your idea. You can start a uh, half a track apart so you can yeah. hit each other. Any? Have you ever run an open wheel car? Nope. No, actually, I didn't do asphalt when we did the uh, hangover races, but I don't know if that really counts. Uh-huh. I think it does. <laughs> sometimes that, it's, was, that was just so, a lot of fun. Sometimes it's pavement. Sometimes it's not so much, uh-huh. but sometimes it's it is snow. fun. It is yeah, we fun. Just, we had just had old Tauruses that we knocked the windows out and chained the doors shut and had radio and heat. And that, was, <laughs> that, that, heat. Was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> That'd be nice to have heat. Um, was that when Shane Yoder and Gary Dennis were out there, too? No, that was, that was back when uh, I know it was uh, me and Steve Britton. And, okay. You know, so um, it seems like only a couple years ago, but I know it's a lot longer than that. I'm trying to think. Probably 20. Three years ago <laughs> since I was out there did that. I just go out and watch now. It's easier. Um, LED lights are also being installed at uh, Flat Rock under their grandstands, and they're doing some patchwork on the track service over the next few weeks, mostly on their figure eight course. Um, This past weekend, or no, it wasn't this past weekend. I believe it was uh, a couple weeks ago. Lucas Oil late model series officials were uh, tipped off uh, that a team might be using Kevlar tire inserts that led the, the series to issue several warnings that doing so would be, quote, altering the sidewall of the tire, which is illegal. Um... This uh, happened at Deer Creek Speedway, and officials investigated but didn't find anything. Uh, apparently, the Kevlar inserts, and you guys are probably experts on this, uh, um, they – I lost my place here. They stiffen, they stiffen the sidewall, and that well, – you can only use them once on a single tire to stiffen the sidewall. They're rumored to cost about 100 bucks. It gets glued to the inside of the sidewall. Uh, and the stiffer sidewalls create less flex in the tire, which generates heat. The flex generates the heat. Uh, so if you have less flex, you have less heat, which is an advantage in the long run. So you're thinking that that $100 cost is a big deterrent? I don't, that's $400 for a, a set if you do it on all yeah, four. Yeah, but if you're talking one of the crown jewel races, a $100,000 race, or even a ten grand to win race, 
you know, three or four hundred dollars for sidewall stiffeners, and they're probably only using them on the right side tires. I guess that would probably make sense. Sell two hundred bucks. Do you yeah. think it would really make that big a difference, though? Never played with it. Wouldn't know. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, when we had the go kart folks on, um, they assured us that it made a significant difference. Yeah, their uh, thing was called the armor wall, which uh, they Correct. put in. The go karts are a little different because they don't have any real suspension. But the we tires heard, are the but, suspension. But, but we heard on that show that the there were rumors of it not just that, being in go karts. That the inventor of armor wall. Um, had approached a couple of dirt late model teams about the feasibility of using them. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that word has gotten out. So is this, uh, would that be illegal at all for all late models? Is you, I mean, is there a, would that be tire altering per UMP rules? You know, we're not to, we're not supposed to alter the tires, but when they talk about tire problems or tire doping, they're talking about taking a little snippet out of the tread and having it analyzed. Which um, and several th- drivers were penalized is, a few couple right, years ago. Right. But this is not a direction that they've ever been in. So I don't know, Scott. I don't know. What would happen if the tires, if the Kev- whoever's putting the, making the Kevlar, producing the Kevlar inserts, the got wall. together with the tire manufacturers and they built that into the tires. And the tires came that way. Then it wouldn't be altering then the tires. Then all your tire prices would go up. That's true. By $100 a tire. Right. That, that'd be scary. Yeah. Maybe you have a choice of running? The, the, I, don't I don't know, know if you caught our, our go-kart show a couple of weeks ago, but uh, it, it's really a big deal. And uh, and I, I haven't I, heard of this whole thing before. Until, I can see an advantage to it when and the longer races. Would you, if it was legal, would you, would you invest the extra two hundred bucks? Uh, I guess I think you could only run them like uh, for one night. You probably can only run them as long as that tire's good, right? Because yeah. you can't peel it back out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if it was an advantage and it was legal, yeah, I'd run it. If there was a major advantage and you knew they weren't going to check, would you run it? If it, yeah, if it, if it wasn't legal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'd> Well, we got that out of the way, didn't we? <laughs> that's uh, that's the other question. How do you check for that? I mean, you have You'd, to tear the tire off and look at the inside. Scott, I think you could probably push in on the sidewall and maybe get an idea that there was something there you should check for. But the only way you would know is to break the tire down and, and look. And that's going to be time-consuming. And I'm sure there's a drometer or something that can... A what? A drometer or something like that could... Could read it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you'd you'd only the durometer is only going to measure the stiff and the the tread compound. Right, for, and, for, and there's hey, really hey for us idiots over here, what's a durometer? A durometer is a little meter that checks uh, the hardness. I mean, you could check the hardness of of this table, but uh, I've never heard of this thing. Yeah, huh. yeah, a, a durometer, and I keep one. Okay. Um, Maybe they get like an X-ray machine or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then there's more cost for right. the tracks or the series. or you know, a, a certain series of tires um, should have a very narrow band of hardness, uh, and they'll vary a little bit, uh, and a durometer would tell you if it was within uh, specification, uh, generally. Uh, but now with, with checking the compound, they take a little snippet out of the 
out of the tread with like a grooving iron. And they and, test it with chemicals, and, and they, they? Yeah, and they do a chemical analysis on it. Um, they can't tell it tell you what it is that you put in it, but they can tell you if it isn't within. What it was supposed to be. It, 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 yeah. Gotcha. So, I mean, what, what would happen if you just uh, got some plywood and cut that and put that in there? Wouldn't that be a cheaper alternative? To uh, would that be too I, I stiff? Think there, <laughs> I think there'd have to be some flex to it. But, oh, okay. And the folks at Armor Wall, I am sure, have pretty well researched what it takes to adhere this to the sidewall. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure that wood glue and plywood ain't going to get it done. That'd be what I use, but so I, I, you you want to try it? <laughs> no, I just I hate changing tires off rims, and I'm done. Um, so where does this go from here? I mean, do you think that this is going to continue to be a story? Um, well, Scott, tire even, do- tire just, doping is still a story. Not, not the doping, but I mean the Kevlar inserts, which seems to be a newer kind of thing to do to the tires. I mean, has 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 it been? Is, this has been something that's been I done in the past. To I will tires. guarantee somebody has tested it and is well aware of whether there's an advantage or not. Well, I'm assuming there would almost have to be an advantage for the people that are allegedly using it, because otherwise, what's the point, right? Right. Is it a two hundred dollar or four hundred dollar advantage? But like you said, if it's a it's a ten thousand dollar to win, fifty thousand to win, hundred thousand to win. Are they going to? Yeah. I wonder yeah, where if this is going to be something going on at the Dream if they're going to have to be looking for that. To this Probably at Eldora. Hmm. How would you feel though? You know, racing against people that this is you know still considered uh, altering tire altering, and they may be getting away with it, and you're you're following the rules. It's tire altering, but not within the framework of what we're really familiar not chemicals. with. So yeah, I wonder what right. the glue's doing too, though. The, see, that would be a chemical there. Yeah. Is it going to affect the, the tread? Um, so the, many questions. With Where's the, with the, the tire doping, uh, and they alluded to it with the go-karts, they're actually putting uh, the chemicals inside the tire, and then as the race goes on, they bleed through the rubber, and centrifugal force pushes them out, so the tire alters as you're racing. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't the air come out if that if the chemicals can come no, out? No, no. Okay. I don't know. Great. What uh, what kind of uh, doping chemicals uh, have you heard that uh, drivers may use? And what are some of the things that people do? The go kart people, they're they're the experts. I know they have a product. Is it, and is it it's illegal at uh, the go? No, it's not. They, it, they're allowed to yeah, do it. They're allowed with to chemicals. Do it. Correct. Okay. Uh, it's wide open. Pretty much run what you brung, and you know there's people poisoning themselves. Um, there's products called goat pee. Um, what? It's, it's just a name, Are Scott. Are you making that up? No, no. Is that no, why no, I got goat pee? Goat pee. <laughs> yeah. I got goat pee on my tires. I'm going to win tonight. Yeah. I mean, there's people saying that WD-40 will work, and there's people, mineral spirits, you know. But uh, in my racing catalogs, I'll bet there are, I'll bet there's 40 different products that are used to. They're specifically made for Specifically for made to work with a tire. Some of them don't claim to soften the tire. They strengthen the tire. And that's what I think they were talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, is that they're, they're actually strengthening the tire and making it go faster that way. 
Bill Marsh says that they cut a uh, three-inch square out of a uh, quarter midget tire for a test. Seems a little. Well, I don't know. Maybe if the officials invested in a grooving iron, they wouldn't have to cut a whole three-inch square out. Yeah. So, uh, I, I guess it doesn't take much. Just a little snip out of the tread and put it in a plastic baggie, seal it up. and. All right. Actually, I think they do, too. They... They give one snip to the driver and send one off for analysis. I wonder if uh, sprint cars have the Kevlar insert controversy going on there. I haven't heard Not anything yet, but yet, I'll bet but they do. Uh, I would you think know, that would be a big thing because they've got such big tires. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, I guess we, the late models I, do I think too. we talked about that uh, a little bit at the go-kart show. Um, the right rear on a sprint car is... It's big and and it's really flexible, and it it'll grow six or eight inches uh, going down the straightaway. So uh, maybe the stiffeners, think, yeah, maybe the that, stiffeners wouldn't work. You think I, that would break the the glue on the side there? That's possible. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So the the whole Kevlar insert thing uh, uh, definitely uh, not coming a to a racetrack near you. What about even? I don't t- think it. Any advantage for us? At you know, the okay, track, no. and 25 lap features. No. What about the birthday race where you go, what are we, 60 laps, I think? Yeah. 10 grand to win. Might be something there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, <laughs> I'd hate we, to we try can, it on, a, on one night like we that. We can just, put you in touch with people. Yeah. How, how water from brush washer works good, too. That's, yeah. What about. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming there's probably other things you could do other than just Kevlar. Maybe like cutting out the uh, an old tire and just putting an extra sidewall. Vulcanizing in there it in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. As opposed to my plywood uh, idea, which apparently. Yeah. How do you make sure it's balancing too? Halfway where. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you want to feel something? Get a big chunk of mud stuck in your right rear tire, about a five pound chunk of mud. That happened to me. Oh, Not on my race car, though, but at, when I was working down at uh, Millstream, mm-hmm. which was Flag City at the time, one of the nights I came down there, and they decided to cancel, and it was sunny. And This was back in the 90s, and nobody called me, so I drove down there from Toledo and got there, and nobody's there, and I'm driving around. Dro- road's a little muddy, so I'm like, all right, I guess we're done, so I started driving home, and my car's like, yeah. I was like, I can't get on the highway. What's wrong with my car? I got home and looked. There's a big hunk of mud in the inside of the wheel. Fixed it. Yeah, I was pre- I was proud of myself. That was back before I knew anything about cars. It was like hunk of mud. I fixed my car. I'm good. Uh, Lucas Oil uh, Late Models next race is coming up on the 14th through the 16th. It's the Clash at the Mag at Magnolia Motor Speedway in Columbus, uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yes. Jeez, come on, Scott. I put MS. I wasn't sure if that was Missouri's MO, isn't it? I got to take another class on my postal codes uh, or my postal abbreviations. Uh, Matt Shipley uh, sent me a message the other day that Austin Dillon's number three Monster Energy Cup car is going to be at his shop, Shipley Automotive and BG, a week from today, next Thursday, uh, from 11 a.m. till 1 p.m. He says uh, they're bringing the car there so Matt can uh, check out the AC. Oh, okay. That was a joke. Isn't that really? <laughs> it's a, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, tomorrow, Kenny Wallace will be uh, racing at Lima Land. 
And uh, he's also uh, been making a little bit of news recently about uh, he he makes a, a bunch of little videos. Right. He, you know, he's a big uh, proponent of uh, of dirt car racing and he works for FS1 doing some of the, the NASCAR stuff. And he covers that. And apparently he says uh, that uh, he's had a little bit of a complaint that dirt car fans are, you know, complaining about NASCAR when they should be pumping up their, you know, dirt car racing instead of complaining about NASCAR and about what's wrong with it and all this stuff. Stop doing that. Focus on what you love, you know, dirt track racing, and, you know, try and build that up. I guess that's being constructive as opposed to destructive. Well, bring a, bring a friend along with you that has never been to a dirt track. That's the best thing you can do. There you go. So, anyway, and that always helps too when you're racing. We got somebody positive hanging around. Yeah, yeah. you get people negative, and it just turns the whole night into negative. Negative's no good. No. Um, Martin Truex was the winner last weekend at Pocono. Um, I guess there's uh, talks about implementing the All Star Race Restrictor Plate Aero Package that uh, they ran at the All Star Race in Charlotte a few weeks ago across the board. Uh, not across the board, but uh, actually trying to implement it later this year at Pocono, Michigan, not this weekend in Michigan, the next one, and, and possibly Indianapolis. But apparently, I guess NASCAR needs uh, team owner approval to implement it, uh, you know, to implement a change like that without several months' notice ahead of time. And I think I saw that Roger Penske was all for it, but uh, Kyle Busch, not so much, because I, I guess it, he says it takes away from the uh, the racers, the racing. Makes it more exciting, the more exciting product, but I guess it takes more control from the racers and the, themselves. Pack racing again. I don't know. I'm okay with it. It makes it more exciting to watch. Probably not as fun to drive. The Pocono tended to be a little dry just because. Pocono has always kind of been that way because it's just a huge track. And they and, just string out. and Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's cool that they have that super huge runway of a front straight, but. Restarts and it's super were good. Wide. Yeah, that's what they should do. They should just like run three laps. All right, let's do a restart. Run three laps. Yeah, the restarts were cool because they'd fan out four or five wide, and uh, it looked good. They just keep doing that. Look, looked like Saturday night at your local racetrack. A very wide and long <laughs> local racetrack. Um, lots going on this weekend up at uh, MIS. Of course, it is MIS weekend uh, tomorrow night. The Arca Zamango. I don't even know what that is. Z O M O N G O. That's the sponsor. Okay. Uh, Two hundred is uh, happening tomorrow at five thirty. It's going to be broadcast on Mav TV. Uh, Natalie Decker's back in her uh, number twenty nine ride. She's been cleared to race. Recovered this from her surgery. Yeah. So she was off last weekend. Right. Uh, but back in there tomorrow, so you can see her race up at uh, MIS. And uh, from what I saw, she's pretty. She likes MIS. She likes a lot yeah. of. She's a very positive person. As you had just mentioned, mm-hmm. I don't know. Are it you helps. are you familiar with uh, Natalie Decker? I don't think so. I don't follow much asphalt stuff at all. Okay, fair enough. Um, Xfinity Series LTI Printing 250 is Saturday at 1:30. That's going to be on Fox, and then uh, Sunday, the uh, Cup Guys Fire Keepers Casino 400 it starts at two o'clock, and uh, that is also on Fox. What? No truck race? Trucks are uh, at uh, Texas. I think that's Saturday night. Probably have probably trucks are. Pro- I think the truck race is in August at MIS. Okay, I think that's the next weekend because then there's no ARCA. I then. wonder if IndyCar's at Texas. I I 
hard to believe that the trucks would be there on a standalone. Maybe. I did not look that up. I have failed as a host. I should just quit now. Um, we'll speaking demote of, you to host us. Speak, <laughs> speaking of IndyCar, uh, I did. Uh, Scott Dixon and Ryan Hunter Ray were the uh, dual in Detroit winners. Scott on uh, Saturday and Ryan Sunday. Did you see the uh, pace car incident? I didn't see it. <laughs> it was on our Facebook page. That's why you should follow Hammer Down Racing Report on Facebook. I do follow Hammer Down okay. Racing Report. We, but we shared Ron Miller it. Race Cars has been so busy. A little busy. Lately. You don't yeah. have time to watch videos on yeah. the internet. Yeah, when I when I come in after the shop, it's bedtime. Did you did you happen to see that no. the pace car crashed before the uh, during the pace last before the race on Sunday? I guess it was a GM executive was driving it and. Hit the gas coming out of a corner over was, a little it hump. Was, coincidentally, it was in a Corvette too. That yeah, it kind of looked like the Toledo Speedway incident. Really, another Corvette just like that. I, yeah, I, I wonder I if maybe, it, wonder if maybe that's a bad thing about Corvettes. You step mm-hmm. on the gas and they run into walls. Well, I, the executive kind of I think tried to uh, sugarcoat it by saying that you know it's got so much. This really does have so much power. Showboat. <laughs> yeah. So oops. On yeah. That. I, I didn't see uh what they, I wonder if they had like a backup Corvette for pace car. I don't know. The races ran though, Belle Isle, so that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's what? about it. Other than uh, uh, what's coming up this weekend, and of course the record report with Tony Stewart uh, here in just a bit, minute. Uh, Ryan Weekman did not get me a uh, weekend weather forecast. Yeah. The chance of showers and tea storms increasing, though. That does not make me happy. So here is your uh, weekend weather pit stop from your WTOL First Alert weather app. As soon as I get to the... WTOL weather app. Daily. That's what I want. Here we go. Uh, Saturday. Tomorrow night. What we got? We got... Saturday's uh, not... Tomorrow night's not Saturday. Did I say Saturday? I meant Friday. Okay. We got uh, Attica, Lime Land... Uh, 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 no late models at Attica. No, there's not, but we'll we'll get into that. So you're not going to be racing at Attica? Nope. What are you doing tomorrow night? Probably going down the outdoor to watch. Okay. I wasn't, like, asking you out on a date or anything. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing tomorrow night? <laughs> uh, 60% chance of showers uh, tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be partly sunny and more humid. Chance of showers and thunderstorms developing into the afternoon. The best chance of showers and thunderstorms into Friday night. So... Make sure to keep an eye on the uh, sky for that. And uh, Saturday, follow, Saturday night, follow the, your tracks uh, Facebook, or uh, we'll forward any uh, notices that we happen to see on there as well. Saturday night, a chance of showers and rumbles of thunder. Keep in mind, any showers should be scattered. It says use the first alert weather app to track the chances. So a uh, 40% chance on Saturday. That's down from uh, 60 that I saw the other day. A high of 75, low of uh, 59. Uh, so it, uh, it's going to be one of those weekends where you just got to kind of keep an eye on things. We'll be able to get it rain in. You think so? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you want to. <laughs> so we'll what see. are you thinking for car count this weekend? Dreams going on. We're going to lose a lot of cars to Eldora. Are we going to gain cars because so many tracks aren't racing? I think you'll still get the same amount of car count there. Oakshade always draws a good car count. I'm thinking, oh. I'm thinking maybe 35 cars because so many tracks aren't racing because of the dream, and guys want to race somewhere, and we're going to see them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We should, uh, we should have a, a place oh, your bets kind of that's thing. That's it. I say 
Wait, what did you have? I'm going to write this down. I had... Well, say 35? I said 35. That's because Imagine, that's your number. Yeah, but th that was a valid number, All too. Right. Uh -huh, sure. What do you got? 77? 32. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 28. Write up the Facebook page. We're going to revisit this next week. It's right there. I wrote it down. Hopefully it shows. I, that's like a minute behind, so I won't be able to see that. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see how many late models we get at Oakshade on Saturday night. How many do you think are going to be at Eldora? Ooh. You said, 83. Uh, you said uh, you were looking at, like, one column and thought there was only a few. I, yeah, I only thought there was 39 there, and I was getting kind of mad. I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm. Uh, that's where I'm thinking that 77 number is going to come in. All right. Have you run uh, Eldora? Have I run at Eldora? Yeah. Yes. Have you run during the dream? No. Okay. Nope. We'll, we'll save that conversation for another. Oh, there is something I did want to ask you about uh, Oakshade this past weekend. I was going to put you on the spot. Really? Almost forgot. Yeah. Last week on the show, and you were wrong, by the way, you had said it was Wallace Racing Products Night this past Saturday. It's actually this coming weekend is Wallace Racing Products yes, Night. And we were talking to Rusty, and he's got his shop, and Wallace has his shop, and you have yours, and I kind of compared you to Burger King, McDonald's, and, and uh, Wendy's, but you're all working together. And then you and uh, Mr. Wallace had uh, a little incident on uh, Saturday night, did you not? It was just a racing deal. Just a racing deal, okay. You know, I told him I was sorry, but, you know. Are you guys, are you guys still friends? I'm sure we are, or at okay. least I am. I I don't know. Okay. I, just checking. Yeah. So what what happened, uh, just uh, to clear things up uh, from, from your perspective? From my perspective, we went into turn three. Uh, cars were hitting the bumps. Somebody checked up. You were behind Wallace. Yes, I was. Uh, somebody checked up a little bit or slid up. I don't know which, but things just kind of stacked up, and uh, I bumped his left rear corner, and he went around. Uh, felt bad about it, but like I say, it was just a racing deal. All right, so you weren't out to uh, take him out then? Absolutely trying not. To take, you were trying to take out the competition, I think. Dan's a good friend <laughs> of mine. I, I, I certainly wouldn't do that. All right, just checking. It's clearing the air there. There was quite a few torn up cars this past weekend. Yeah. That happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, I mentioned Eldora. The uh, dream's going on tonight. Uh, there's racing. Tomorrow night, there's racing. Then the big uh, 100000 to win is Saturday night. And ticket prices for Saturday night show are 40 bucks. if you want uh, ticket prices for tomorrow night. Uh, I think it's 25 but you can go to eldorasspeedway.com. Yeah. And uh, it, you, tonight, you're either probably already there or it's too late for you anyway, so it doesn't matter. Tomorrow night, assuming uh, we can get uh, this rain to hold off or not happen at all, uh, Attica Raceway Park is having mid-season championship night, double points for... Mid-season championship? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like mid-season already? We got three races in it. Okay, yeah. but is okay do that? <laughs> no, they don't. They should. They have They have done the, uh, the dual push truck challenge in the past. Do we have that on the schedule? I don't remember. I don't think we do. We don't have dual push trucks anymore. Well, I know, but we could. Anyways, uh, back to Attica Raceway Park. Tomorrow night, midseason championship night. Double points for Fast 410s, Fast 305s, and mini sprints. Uh, as you mentioned, no late models uh, tomorrow night at Attica Raceway Park. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. General missions, 15 bucks for that show. Lima Land mentioned that uh, Kenny Schrader, or Kenny Schrader, Kenny Wallace is going to be uh, running his modified there. Kenny Schrader was going to run his modified there, but they rained out when he was here uh, a few weeks ago. But Kenny Wallace uh, scheduled to run. It's the 17th annual uh, Kieser uh, Memorial 
featuring Thunderstocks, 1,000 to win. Wow. Yeah. Boss non-wing sprints, and, of course, the Modifieds will be in action as well. Pit gate at 430, racing at 730, general mission is just 12 bucks. Milan Dragway on Saturday has the ninth annual Detroit Dragway Reunion and Funny Car Shakedown. That starts at 9 a.m., time trials at 10, 20 bucks for a spectator general admission. Uh, as we just mentioned, Wallace Racing Products Night, uh, Saturday at Oakshade Raceway, featuring UMP Late Models, Sportsman Bombers Compacts, Gates 1204 Racing at 7, $12 general admission. That's where you can see these two gentlemen racing on uh, Saturday night. That's really the only racing you guys are going to be doing this weekend, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Fremont Speedway will be in action with Kistler Engines Night. 410 sprints, 305 sprints, dirt trucks, and uh, late models there. Gates open to four, racing at seven. $15 general admission for that. Uh, so another track with late models, although they're the 602, is that what it was, uh, crate uh, engine late models? Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure where that stands because they had opened up their rules and invited sportsman, some sportsman cars from some other tracks. And uh, I know I saw uh, one of our sportsman drivers said something about running uh, the tires that because uh, it was uh, run your track rules. Yeah, you either had to run your track yeah. rule tires or Fremont's hard hard tires. Yeah, and I think it was uh, Tim had said that that running their their tires, the Oakshade tires, theirs would be an like unf- taking a would... knife to a gunfight. Yes, I think that's what he might have said too. Now I think about it. Um, yeah, but that's going on at uh, Fremont Speedway. Flat Rock in action with the Lakeshore Utility Trailer School Bus Figure 8 night. Ooh. The same uh, basic deal, I believe, that uh, was supposed to be at uh, Toledo last Friday night is going to be at Flat Rock on Saturday. Uh, they're also going to have late models, regular figure eights. Uh, they're going to have the boat race figure eight, the flagpole race, and the bandoleros will be there as well. So it's a pretty big show. Pick eights at uh, three, racing at seven. 17 bucks uh, general admission for that. That school bus figure eight, um, it's kind of an oddball show, but it absolutely packs the place. That's what I've heard. I've never been to one of these, but uh, that's what I heard. And uh, my, I was just talk, talking to some friends of mine that uh, were at the Toledo Speedway event years and years ago where the bus crashed through the front stretch wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, we were there. It was pretty cool. They said we were done after that. I'm like, yeah. Uh, Waynesfield's Meet the Driver's Night on Saturday. Non-wing sprints, mini sprints. Tough trucks and compacts, gates open to four racing, seven, 12 bucks general admission there. And Sandusky Speedway in action as well on Saturday with modified street stocks and renegade stocks, gates open to four racing, seven, and uh, $7 general admission for Sandusky. You know what that means, right? Yeah, I do. It's your favorite part of the show. It really is. It's the record report under caution with Perry Cox. This week, special guest uh, on his show is uh tony stewart really yeah i think uh, it corresponds with the whole dream thing and him racing uh with the all-stars in new york this weekend welcome to the record report under caution tonight on the show we have tony stewart nascar legend and owner of eldora speedway this weekend at Eldora is the dream. Tony, what are your goals for a successful event? If we haven't crashed at least 50% of the field by the end of the race, we need to extend the race till we at least crash 50% of the cars because it's it's not fair to these fans for them to not see any more wrecks than that and more tour of cars. I mean, we, we still had over half the cars running at the end, and it's, uh, 
it shouldn't be that way. Wow. Okay. What are your plans for the rest of the races you have scheduled at Eldora this summer? I mean, I think if we could make it a figure eight, it'd be perfect. It would absolutely be perfect here. Wow. Okay. That definitely sounds like a lot of carnage. Um, are there any other rule changes coming along with this? I think we ought to just tape them off solid and run them until they blow up anyway. I think it'd make it a lot more exciting for the fans. You seem so angry, like when you used to race with Joey Logano in NASCAR. What made you so mad all the time? What the hell do you think I was mad about? Dumb little s**t runs us clear down to the infield. He wants to b**** about everybody else, and he's the one that drives like a little b**. I'm going to bust his ass. If you could go back and race NASCAR one more time, what would you do? It would have been a lot more fun if I could have got caught up in one more wreck. If I could have done that, it would have been perfect. What do you think about William Byron moving up to a cup car this year? Uh, the kid's an idiot. He wins one bush race, and he's a cup driver now. Well, that's about all the questions I have for you, Tony. Is there anything you would like to dedicate this interview to? This one's for every one of those fans in the stands that pull for me every week and take all the bullets from everybody else. Well, that's all I have for this week's report. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, we don't take ourselves seriously, and neither should you. There's only two kinds of race engines, ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up. It's probably time to check your valve lash. That was different. Oh, my. <laughs> See, you laughed that time. I did. I think. That, was, that was over the top. I that told you that was like that absolutely one. the best record report he's done. <laughs> I enjoyed it too. Do you like that? Yeah, I liked it. Okay, good. Maybe maybe next week he could interview Kyle Bush. I think uh he actually had a little clip at the end of it with uh, Danica Patrick, so I, I we might hear Danica next week. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> next week uh I will tell you we will have Brian Smith in the uh studio, four ten uh sprint car racer. Um also uh Ohio Sprint Speedway kicks speed week kicks off at Attica next Friday night. So a uh, big uh big thing going on there. Late models at Attica next week? I think so. All right. All right. Thanks again to Ron Miller Race Cars. Give him a call. 734-856-7223. Thank you. Do you ever call Ron for parts and stuff? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Uh, safety equipment, service, anything uh, you need. And, uh, yeah, if, if you're shopping online or something, give Ron a call. He, he probably Be- Before we the turn this thing off, I had one question. Oh, okay. Go um, ahead. The, the, the XR1 cars... It seems as though it's almost turned into a club event. Um, what are the XR1 got, cars? Is those those the, the weird new, the things? New, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's the new series of rocket cars from from Rocket Chassis. Oh, okay. I was thinking those. It's like pre-made. a made. It's no, like a no, Jeep no. thing. Okay, a Jeep thing. Yeah. And uh, it, it just seems as though there's some sharing of information. And uh, have you run into that at all? You don't really do nothing to them. Um, but no, I'd... I. I've heard of <laughs> at, at some of the big races. I've heard of of team meetings where everybody gets together and uh, they left me out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're not part of the cool click. No. No. Yeah, he wins too much. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, don't forget to visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. Uh, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, contact me, Scott Hammer, at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, or, as I mentioned, HammerdownRacingReport.com. There's contact information on there as well. Still looking for a pizza place. If somebody wants to. And an intern. Pizza. And an you, intern, You yeah. can be part of this insanity. You can. It's crazy. 
Uh, catch us on uh, iHeartRadio, uh, the app for free. Please do. And, you can uh, listen on demand if, whenever If you, you want. haven't liked the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report Facebook page, make sure you do it. There you go. And that's, uh, that's it. Thanks, uh, Mr. Steve Kessler, for coming in. I appreciate Good it. Good luck. Uh, and Jessica, it was a pleasure having you. <laughs> we'll be back next week, 7 o'clock. Brian Smith will be our guest. Same time, same place. See ya. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.